0: Charles Leiter passed away very suddenly. The papers are missing. But I prefer to do things by the book. We're going to perform
1: the autopsy. We will perhaps do it, um, probably tonight. Cecil Hunter. Anybody heard of this chap? Witchcraft, you know. It's all, uh, a lot of
2: nonsense, really, these trials.
3: Did the concept of this Atlantic city break away and... Desperate acts
2: Oh, the gambling man Kirk here had an encounter in the morgue
3: And what was the eyes like?
1: Can I ask about this? I eye? said I don't want to talk about it, goddammit Maybe it wasn't a heart attack after all So what was it? Well, that's what we're trying to find out So Lucy, what do what,
4: what you mean is that he got these rare books And then engaged talented
0: artists to make forgeries to make copies of them Oh, the other guy's real sweet Uh Erbner Wick My hearing's not so good as it used to be, Mr. Oak's did he just
1: threaten us? My house. My house. I hate it all in my house. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Could you could you repeat that again? His legal guardian was who did you say?
5: Dr. Charles Lyder. Hey, hey, Mahoney, don't be afraid to rough him up a little. I know guys like this having the Sadner wick. Ah, how can I help you, my dear? You uh first time at unconsidered trifles. How about dinner? My treat? Crawford's restaurant tonight? This door looks like it's been put in by someone who was uh, concerned by who recently had his back door smashed. You will never find me. Anthony Flinders
0: leaps out. He's still ranting and saying it was you.
5: That's why you tried to shoot me. You're in the league with them. But now you've fallen into my trap. Hail Satan! Oh, that's
0: fine. The floorboards shift, and then you hear this deep, guttural, snarling... The Apocalypse Players Present Crimson Letters Call of Cthulhu 7th edition scenario by Alan Bly Starring Joseph Chance as Dr. Jonas Steinvig, Danan McAleer as Professor Duckworth. Dan Wheeler as Kirk Sleep. P.I. With our special guests, Doug McAndrew as Dr. Althea Montrose, and Mike Percival Maxwell as P.J. Mahoney. The keeper of arcane law is Dominic Allen. Chapter 7 Hide and Seek Well, I think in the interest of suspense, let's start at, uh, at Crawford's Restaurant. Crawford's is a well-known Arkham institution. It's um, It's got a big glass-fronted facade. There's a kind of terrace that you sort of you know, you go up the steps onto the terrace where there's sort of outdoor alfresco tables. It's lots of, you know, lots of vine leaves and flowers. And as you walk behind the um, elegantly waddling Abner Wick in his sort of vapour trail of Cologne, he breezes through the through the main doors that are all very ornate, sort of Parisian, fin de siècle style, uh, very bohemian, and he yeah, lots of green and muted sort of natural colours. He breezes in. It's chandeliers, cut glass crystal. It's a, you know, a, a sort of middling lunchtime. It's sort of maybe a third full. You can hear the soft tinkle of of glass and cutlery. And the maitre d' smiles and beams with acknowledgement at Abner Wick as he, as he breezes in. Oh, you know, Oh, my dear Walter, uh, I don't suppose you could accommodate uh, a lunch group very short notice. And uh, the maitre d says, Oh, Mr. Wick, for you we will move heaven and earth and then he's clicking at waiters and they're, like, r- rushing to get a, a hit the special table ready over in the booth. PJ e. is not at all comfortable in such a prestigious establishment. <laughs> the maitre d' is also not comfortable with you being in such a prestigious establishment. Um, he makes that abundantly clear but gives you the benefit of the doubt, as Ab guest.
1: Do I, I got to wear a tie to be in this place? Oh,
0: no, not at lunchtime. Not with me.
1: Um, keep me right it. on which fork, which fork to use, and which knife goes where with what. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know from this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be absolutely fine, PJ. Yeah,
1: you know, give me a pot of stew and a, you know, a big spoon, and I'm, I'm your man. But all this fancy, you know, fish, fish knives and dessert forks, and I, I, I don't know where I am with that.
0: Abner Wick puts a, a meaty, clammy hand sort of on your shoulder but slightly too close to your neck and says, um, oh, my dear, you don't need to impress me. There's no judgment here. I'm I'm, I'm a widower, uh... (laughs) (laughs) sir. Recent widow?
1: Uh, Recent enough.
0: I see. And then the maitre d's, the table is ready, sir, and and whisks you over. Um, You sort of pass through these these tables to this very nice padded it's sort of a circular booth. It's sort of opulent red leather seats. And Abner Wick sort of squeezes his way in between the, the table and the the booth and gets sort of like opposite the entranceway. And there are these sort of little green velvet curtains that can be drawn to sort of give maximum privacy. The the waiter sort of takes Any drinks orders? A glass of milk, uh, if you'd be so kind. Uh, If you want to order food, you're more than welcome. It's all on me, my dears. Well, you uh, you do steak. Oh, they do the finest steak. I recommend
1: getting it blue. Getting it below what? Blue, my dears. Blue. They they just... They just... What is that? Is that like a a fish steak or something? uh, 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 What kind of a steak is a blue? Have you ever had steak tartare? Uh, Steak tartare is very good. I ain't ain't never had uh, that, no... Well, I, I don't recommend. know what that is. Is that, like, a it's, kind of sauce? It's minced beef
0: raw with raw eggs and chilies. So <gasps> and seasoning. And what do you do with that? You eat it. You devour it. That's so disgusting. I, I <laughs> you would prefer well done, I suppose.
1: I, uh, I have a steak. I have a medium steak and with uh, potato chips. Very good.
4: Well, I'll join you in that. That sounds... Wonderful, my. I'm quite peckish myself, Mister Mahoney. Yes, make that too. I'll have my medium rare, if you don't mind.
0: And as for myself, I'll have the uh, the special. And uh, the waiter sort of nods. Uh, Doctor Steinweg, steak. I. This, they don't offer the special to everyone. If you'd like, it
3: sounds it sounds charming, but I think it would play havoc with my um, indigestion. You know, a gentleman of my age has to be a little careful. Do they have some fish, perhaps? I'm sure they have excellent. The catch fish. of the day. I'd be guided by you, um, Mr.
2: Vic. Catch of the day, please. Catch of the day in Arkham, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: not, I'm not front of huh? Oh, yes, we have uh, something fresh in from Innsmouth
2: <laughs>
1: Harbour this morning. I just realised that potato chips are crisps, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <that's>, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the least hell should really be. <laughs> Beat
4: potato with mashed <laughs> please. I
1: have a mashed potato. Ah, uh, slaw. Very good, Staying very good, sir. And peas. Peas and gravy. <laughs> yes, catch of the day is from Innsmouth Harbour today. His name was John.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, so, yeah, here the waiter leaves you uh, in the booth, and um, Abner Wick says, Well, down to business, I suppose. What can I help you with? And more importantly, what can you help me with?
4: Well, <laughs> Mr. Wick, I... I... First of all, I do apologize for my hasty words and uh, intemperate outburst at the shop. It's been a rather pressing couple of days, you understand. So my apologies.
0: I am not at all librarians
4: ought to conduct themselves a little better.
0: Oh, my dear, I am also given to hot flashes occasionally. Uh, One cannot maintain complete civilization at all times. So shall we talk? Yes. You're looking for something?
4: We yeah. are. <clears throat> ah yes, the uh Hot papers. papers, yes, and uh yeah. mm. Mr Later and so on and so forth and uh concerns of the estate and uh indeed them the, the uh, Miskatonic University, it's uh it's a bit of a mystery.
0: So you don't know where they are. Why, if we did
4: then I doubt would be enjoying this lovely lunch with yourself, Mr. Rig, all due respect.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you that I had an arrangement with Mr. Leiter that he assured me he could acquire me uh, the hobhouse papers and um, arrange for them to be sold on. Now, I am a uh, a facilitator of sorts, really. But the Hobhouse Papers are unique and I have a personal interest in them. So I, of course, made a bid. Um, Unfortunately, it wasn't terribly long before I was outbid. It turns out there are parties who have a great deal of desire and an almost limitless amount of resource. These
1: parties will be very angry if they didn't get the papers. What, was it like some kind of um, uh, an auction or something you, uh, you have in there? Like a private auction. A quiet auction. And uh, you know who, uh, who this, this party is? Uh, oh. they purchased the papers? They they, <laughs> they have them now? <laughs> oh,
0: Mr. Murray, I, I'm not at liberty to divulge information about my most important clients, but I can tell you that they never received the Hophouse papers because they never came to me in the first place. Unfortunately, Mr. Leiter must have passed away before he had the opportunity. Um, So you see, uh, Dr. Montrose, I am also under a great deal of pressure.
4: (laughs) Well, as I said, we we had a conversation with a couple of gentlemen from, um, well, the Atlantic City mob,
0: let's be blunt. Oh, hmm. Well, I don't think you need to worry about them. Well, I rather think we picking.
4: shouldn't. But uh, a man like yourself mixed up in this—well, they you are know, very thorough, I'm sure.
0: Well, let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? At, at which point the curtain whips open. Oh, oh, and uh, oh, the food is here. And sure enough, these these uh, plates come in as the steak and uh, mashed potato. The steak and. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I, that's good, now yeah. thank you, thank you.
0: Uh, as this is coming over, Dr Montrose
4: kind of glances over and says, uh, my bark is very much worse than my bite, but uh, as far as uh, the two gentlemen we met earlier are concerned, mm, I'm not so sure. Oh,
1: lunch! <laughs> <laughs> you uh, uh you ever had any uh, dealings with uh, the Atlantic City uh, people?
0: Uh, uh maybe we should um give it a moment as the waiter sort of passes a, a large cod uh across the across the table to Dr. Steinbeck. And then you hear the squeak of a trolley uh behind the curtain and they bring out a big a big um what they called um the silver, well, yeah. Um, cloche. Oh, batter thing, yeah, cloche, cloche, cloche thing, cloche, yeah, like and uh, Huang comes off, and underneath, you know, there's this this cloud of steam, and then on this sort of bed of uh, of very tender vegetables, there is um, what looks to be ribs. <laughs> not looks to be <laughs> uh, in in some sort of sauce.
4: This would be your special, Mister Rick, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Oh, indeed, indeed, indeed!
1: Wow, what is that you got there? Is that a is that a,
2: a hog or something? Indeed, indeed. As he's speaking, you see the 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 maitre D putting up a staff wanted sign in the <laughs> 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 Um He starts tucking in
0: with both hands, just pulling the ribs apart, and mm-hmm. got a
1: little bit of uh, oh, yeah. <sighs>
3: This is the Tillinghast special, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
0: yeah. This and the is, waiters uh, sort of whip the curtain close and, and, and leave.
3: This is very lovely, um, Mr. Mister Vic. Very um, elegant, very kind of you to bring us to such a fine luncheon house. Oh, my pleasure. It, it's, it's always better eating with friends. The brass tacks that you spoke of interest me very much. Are you suggesting Mm. that the interested party that had limitless funds, or, put it this way, many more funds, was not our friends in Atlantic City?
0: (laughs) I can assure you they have no connection to your friends at Atlantic City. I see. And let me put it this way. If you were to help me, the rewards would be great, (laughs) and you certainly wouldn't need to worry about some goons. From out of town anymore.
1: I uh, like I was like I was saying that. Have you ever had any dealings with these people before? They, they don't mess about.
0: I can't say that I have, but I know people who surely will have done.
1: Well, I'm just saying, if they don't get what they want, then uh, uh, they, they're going <laughs> they're going to hold somebody responsible. And
4: uh, you seem remarkably like
1: relaxed
4: it. in the circumstances. I must say, Mister Wick.
1: Well, I
0: am a man who deals not only in antiques, but also in favors, much like I'm sure the Atlantic City mob do. Only the favors I procure tend to be more valuable than simply tit for tat. I've been in situations before where people who are too big for their boots think that they can intimidate me, and they have learned to their cost. That they could not. Oh my goodness. goodness! Well, I should wash my,
4: I should watch my step then, Mister Wick.
0: <laughs> oh, not you, Doctor Montrose. We're all
1: fast friends now, I think. Can I ask you, Mister Mister Wick, what was the nature of your uh, your arrangement with uh, with Professor Lida uh, in terms of this particular transaction? Was Was he supposed to uh, to deliver the uh, the papers to you and he never showed up with them or how did how did it go down
0: well i conducted business with him on several occasions both as a <clears throat> as a as a dealer and private collector of rare books and manuscripts you see dr leiter was in a unique position to be able to advise and often procure such things uh, the witch trial papers were um unusually hot property for Dr. Leiter. Mostly, I have made a, a, a modest profit on his uh, offerings, but the witch trial papers spiraled somewhat out of control. It had reached several thousand dollars.
1: You've
0: hmm. promised to go much higher.
1: And uh, these, uh, these are the transactions that uh, you're talking about um they, they were all legitimate uh first editions and so forth and, and whatnot yes you can do
0: a psychology role if you want <laughs> I'm <been>
1: working towards
3: <laughs> and is that mean, you sort of saying that it, can any of us join that or is
1: that oh yeah yeah by all means yeah, yeah. i made a 25 under 30 so that's
2: oh, right. A, yeah.
1: yeah a regular success on a psychology role.
2: hmm
0: yeah just a regular pass uh well on a regular success you can tell that he is mm. lying about mm. the authenticity of a lot of these papers he's definitely sold forgeries on and he's passed known, them off
1: he's known that they've been forgeries yeah, it's not yeah. like he uh, yeah. yeah
0: so he's 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 he, he's, he's definitely conspiracy. not uh, yeah he's definitely in on it and he's definitely not uh, easily duped himself mm-hmm. he knows his he knows his stuff uh you get the impression
1: bearing bearing all this in mind uh the uh the many uh uh important uh, and uh interesting documents and books and whatever it is that uh you've been uh you've been passing on to uh, collectors and and so forth uh this was a particular interest you think that uh you, you think that this was a particularly special i do I do indeed. And did the people who, uh, who were bidding for it know who currently, at the time anyway, had the papers?
0: We assumed the Dr. Leiter had them. And the fact that they never came my way, I, I have to admit I felt a little betrayed by Charles. I, I can only assume that he had come to an arrangement with a buyer other than... Other than myself or my
1: clients, no, what which what would I'm, be a
0: real shame.
1: What I'm meaning is more the fact that uh, your clients, they wouldn't uh, by any chance have uh, the means or the intention to procure the, uh, these documents uh, in another manner than uh, the purchase through yourself. I'm
0: sure they have the means, but when it comes to loyalty, I think they would trust me too. Procure them. I don't think they would stoop to anything underhanded. And besides, these clients are, um, foreign.
1: Foreign? What, like, uh, Mexican?
0: Hmm. Further afield than that, I'm afraid. <sighs> Canadians, <laughs> Something like that. Or,
3: or possibly, um, possibly Europeans, or maybe even, um, Oh yeah, yeah, Asians, PJ Mahoney. Consider the the, yeah, you're, the uh, picture. You're you're
1: a European yourself, eh? Ain't you? You're, Indeed. you're Indeed. French or some some such, isn't you? So so very close to to France, but not quite.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a sore point in my country right now, but that's fine. Uh, and my country, in many ways, is here
0: now, so it's a good thing. Uh, Do- now, I have been very forthcoming.
1: i got one more I- question for you. Of course. Uh, just one more question. Of course. Who else, to your knowledge, knew that uh, Dr. Leida had these papers?
0: Hmm. It's a good question. To my knowledge, the university must have known. They'd made the arrangements. So, whoever his colleagues are, I presume. And I suppose young um what was the boy's name, Cecil? that's the one yeah that's the one I assume he must have known because well he was uh Dr lighterder's ward, I believe have known or might know still might know still i suppose <laughs>
1: what what's the deal there with uh, Dr Lyder and the Cecil his ward
0: oh i-i couldn't possibly say. You're welcome to do another psychology, Robert. <laughs> no, that's not a success. <laughs> I've I've passed. He definitely knows Cecil's involvement, and he knows what the arrangement is there.
3: I suppose I'm. Since you are talking about what we can do for you, which I think is only fair, of course, in the uh, exchange of ideas and information that mm. is happening here. Aside from the wonderful food, this cord is. Well, it's the, the Miskatonic must be a very blessed river.
0: He bites into a uh, into a bone, and it cracks. Ah, you like your food, don't you? Mm. are mm. the steaks? Delicious. They're really good. Crawford's is the best. Mm. The,
3: the doctor is nonetheless mildly horrified by the dribble of marrow juice. Oh yeah, It's coming down the chin of this pallid.
4: Oh, she hates it. Well,
3: <laughs> she, may, she may be.
4: Is any really decent
3: human being would? Oh, I didn't mean you. I meant me. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Montrose is too. But, uh, he just got
1: napkin tucked into his um, his shirt collar.
3: <laughs> I can't believe for Dr.
0: Montrose.
1: Peas on a on a fork with gravy holding them together. Maybe it's, it
0: might it might even be worth um, if you're uh, sort of observing his eating habits that closely. It might even be worth a medicine or natural world. Oh. problem. Oh. I, did,
5: I did I
0: did think I did think you know perhaps unless you got art cooking. Well, that
3: is interesting. <laughs> well, I'm going to make an answer world roll. And that is a 45, which is a fail. I will roll my formidable medicine, which is not formidable at all. No, that is a fail also. I'm, like, I'm, I'm
1: going to roll a natural world. I've <laughs> got 10% in it. <laughs> Do and it. And I got a zero and an 80. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tease, what a shame.
3: tease, yeah. But I was going to ask um, just very quickly was was Lighter being potentially paid in favours rather than in money? Oh, by yourself, uh, because you, you are clearly a well-connected man. And <laughs> was it a case of calling off the heat?
0: <laughs> I, um, I suppose you know about Doctor Lighter's predilections. His little problem, I, uh, yeah. I have once or twice had to mm, intervene on his behalf. Yeah. Which I'm always very happy to do. Very sophisticated
3: way of dealing with um, individuals. Payment in kind. If you will.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, I feel like I've been very forthcoming with my information, and I only want to ask you, really, what do you know about Dr. Leiter's death? The university have been... Very mealy-moused about it.
1: Well, he had a heart attack. A heart attack? Yeah. I see. And and collapsed in his office. Oh, dear. Oh, that is a shame.
0: Nothing unusual there? Uh,
4: uh, Two colleagues, uh, perhaps of a greater insight, sadly, there elsewhere, but... uh... Mm.
1: I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know whether...
3: Nonetheless, I am, and I would posit um, a theory that my two um, colleagues here have not yet heard. Um, but I would suggest: Are you familiar with the concept of the doppelganger,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mr. Abnevik, Are you familiar with the concept? <laughs> ah, you laugh. So I'm saying yes. This, I've heard of doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah, they're sure very nice. The thing I'm most struck by was that I think he was psychologically disturbed before he died. We can say this is possibly to do with his obsession. And I'm starting Mm. to share this with Dr. Montrose and PJ, since it is genuinely the first time I've put forward this theory. Mm -hmm. But I begin to wonder if he is also mixed up with this Cecil Hunter and Mr. Cecil Hunter's skills. Um, He may have had something of a nervous breakdown, And as we all know, this can very easily lead to cardiological problems, Um, the stress, the anxiety of, let us say, a gambling little problem, um, compounded perhaps by a psychological break with the normal way of being. I was very struck by the fact that he appears to have damaged a mirror in his room uh, before before his death. I'm assuming it was him. It would make sense with my current theory. And I wonder whether he began to think that he himself was a fake. And a more authentic version of himself could be found beyond the silver glass. I am an alienist and um, uh, interested in Jungian theory following Dr. Floyd's uh, visionary processes, um, but breaking away from them. And I realize that what I'm talking about might sound a little bit symbolic, a little bit not uh, very concrete but I am very, very interested in the fact that he was working with someone such as yourself.
0: He puts his hand on yours uh, at the table. His hand is cold, moist, and uh, he says, um, Oh, my dear, my dear Dr. Steinweg, I understand you completely. I completely sympathize with your theory. There are dangerous forces in this world and beyond it not given men to know it may not even be symbolic your theory it may indeed be practical what I have heard about Charles Leiter's death what you have told me now corroborates forces such as that of which we both speak seem to gather around the papers. I am perhaps being (laughs) superstitious, but um, certainly there is a history to those papers that is extremely tragic, and so really it is a humanitarian concern that I possess to acquire them because I have perhaps the best knowledge of these things. I'm sure the university like to think that they are best equipped, but you must trust me. They're only safe in my possession, Dr. Steinberg. Yeah, yeah, I see that you can think that. Uh, And I think he slowly pulls
3: his hand away, (laughs) wanting all the time to really just... (laughs) whip it out from out of that cold <laughs> fleshy pad but i think he looks mm. m- maybe mildly in just the edge of panic towards dr Montrose. <laughs> like what's this guy on about but i kind of believe him
1: pj <laughs> P- has been looking increasingly confused throughout this <laughs> whole conversation and he kind of pipes up at the end well uh, uh, uh for sure I, I i ain't no scholar but uh It sure sounds like a lot of symbolics to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um,
0: Well, he says, well, anyway, let me tell you, the offer is open. If you find the papers, and I hope you do, and you bring them to me, you will be compensated many thousands of dollars, and you can rest easy in the knowledge that you have... um, dealt with a difficult problem. (laughs) If you give them to the university, well, there's nothing I can do to stop you. But uh, I urge you to consider all possibilities, even those that seem far-fetched. And one more thing I should mention. Cecil had a habit of um, copying things if he happened to make any copies, it would be best if they were brought to me or destroyed. You understand the economics of these things, I'm sure.
1: I was—I uh, was just going to ask you, actually, about uh, about this uh, Cecil and mm-hmm. uh, what kind of a what kind of a man, what kind of a fellow he is. Do you think uh, he would be perhaps mixed up in the disappearance of uh, of these papers?
0: Well, it's possible. He was always very quiet. You've got to watch the quiet
1: ones. My grandson, uh, my grandson, Brian, he's a, he's a quiet one. Uh, he's a sneaky little fella. You never know what he's getting into. Uh, he, he looks nice as pie and butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you find it If there's a, if there's a, a cookie jar in, in, in a cupboard, uh, it'll be half empty. And you won't even, uh, you won't even know he was there. Well, oh. oh, oh. <coughs> Uh, yes, yes, young Brian, of course, well, um, <clears throat> but he's a good boy, he's a good boy, he's just smart. Have you smart seen boy.
0: the body, Mr. Mahoney me, dr lighterter's body
1: i I ain't seen the body, no, no, no,, oh, that's a shame, isn't it?
3: No, none of us have seen it, none of us have seen it. Our colleagues, um with greater experience in these matters, have seen it. The universe Where? is going to some trouble, I believe in the morgue the morgue, Ooh. at the university.
1: Um, why, are you, why are you so interested in the body, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, I just wondered if they had interred him yet. It, it would be good to go and pay my respects. I'm, 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 I'm sure there will be a ceremony, a funeral, and so forth. Mm.
0: Well, do let me know if you hear of anything. And, I mean, I would prefer to pay my respects privately. I don't think people should know about our business together. And I always prefer those things to be private. I get emotional, you see. Just
1: ignoring that <laughs> 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 weird statement completely. <laughs> yeah. Very wise. I, uh, I was wondering as well, is, uh, is there anywhere, let's say, uh, for, for, for talking for the hypotheticals, uh, uh, Cecil was in some way mixed up in this whole situation. He he, uh, he decides maybe he can get a, uh, a better price for uh, for the papers if he goes and uh, and sells them somewhere else. So uh, where where might he go if uh, if he wanted to uh, to get away somewhere um, that wasn't uh, right in the in the heart of the, the matter, so to speak? Is there any little uh, hideaway he might have, perhaps that he might go and uh, hole up?
0: Cecil is quite young, and I don't think he would have any connections that I was not aware of. So I don't think that's a plausible theory. But, I'm sure you could ask him, I believe he ended up in Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum?
1: Yes. Oh, that's a pretty, uh, I don't know, I don't know. That's a pretty serious place, huh? Mm. These gifted... These gifted children, they always burn out. Did he have some kind of a breakdown or something? Oh, who's to say? He had a difficult upbringing, I think. Haven't we all? Oh. <laughs> Doctor, I think that's, uh, that's your department, isn't it, really? If... Uh... If we want to speak to Cecil,
3: certainly is. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I can arrange an interview with him. Perhaps he'll be able to shed some light on this uh, business of the copying. To make mm. a copy too far is sometimes enough to put a man or a woman over the edge. Uh, professor uh, Doctor Montrose, have we missed anything?
4: Well, I'm somewhat curious, if I'm honest, Mister Rick, as to why. You think this is a matter of uh, protection? You uh, said you were better placed to protect these artefacts than anyone or anywhere else. I'm a librarian. It's not my nature to uh, to feel that way when a noble institution like the Miskatonic University is uh, well versed
0: in preserving these artefacts
4: for the greater good of all.
0: Oh, Dr Montrose, I never said anything about protecting the artefacts. I'm more interested in protecting... Protecting humanity. Ah, you're a humanitarian. Well... In a sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, listen, uh, Mr. Wick, I think we've probably uh, taken up uh, en- enough of your time. Uh, oh, do you not want to stay for pudding? Oh, I'm rather fool myself. <laughs> what kind of pudding? Oh, they have all sorts. They got cherry pie. Oh, I don't like cherry pie. <laughs>
0: I'm sure they can arrange cherry pie could be arranged, and he sort of makes eyes at the waiter who comes over. So you can either you can either stay with him and order dessert where you can make your excuses, but meanwhile, over at uh, Doctor Lighter's cottage, no,
5: make your excuses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm staying for cherry pie. (laughs) Mm. Uh, If you do stay for
0: pudding, he uh, quizzes all of you on your. Uh, on your lineage, and if you have any. Uh, oh, he's going to hear all about my grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> he's more interested in your previous generation. It turns out, but sure, he'll he'll sort of humour you. Meanwhile, uh, at the at the cottage, Kirk's sleep ended up in the study. I think uh, he's currently stood next to the uh, unconscious body of Anthony Flinders, whose leg is all bandaged up. Doctor Duckworth is stood. Let's say you've opened the back door and Doctor Duckworth's there. You've heard this you've heard this noise upstairs, uh, Kirk. But can you both give me a listen roll mm. now yeah. while you're stood at the back door?
2: That's a regular success from me. Oh yeah, regular success just. You both hear a car pull up on the driveway at the front. Okay dokie. And the door goes So um should say um Kirk, uh, did you hear that? Someone pulling up. Perhaps we should... Uh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Perhaps we should go around the outside, see who it is.
5: Maybe we should. Maybe we should warn him. I heard a, a sound inside there that, well, i got to be honest with you, it, it didn't sound good. It Did it sound... I mean, it was it obvious to me that it wasn't a human growl, or... Yeah, no, it was more like a large animal. Sounded like maybe some kind of, <laughs> sort of maybe like a um, like a cougar, a cougar or something got it. <laughs> Where got in. I, I know that sounds crazy, but it was a scrowl. Whereabouts in the house? I, I think upstairs. I heard like creaking. Right. Let's leave. let's see who's in the car. Um, can I ask a keeper a question? I don't know my passage through the house. Mm. I, I'm not asking you to send me a map, but. By all means, send me a map if you'd like to. Uh, but um, from my passage from the front door to the back door, did I get any idea of the, the geography of the house? Uh, let me see if I can send you this. I think I can. Because I seem to remember like I would have had to come through the front door, down a corridor, into the study, then through the study and out back door or something.
0: Yeah. Um, so you'd have had to have come in to the front room, into the study, back out of the study... Into the uh, dining room, into the hall. Uh, no, into the dining room, into the kitchen, to the back door. So the back door leads straight into
2: the kitchen. Basically. Right, okay.
5: Do uh, you mind giving me that uh, that that sidearm back? Um, Unless you can use it, that is.
2: Let's just see who's in the car, shall we? Huh. Yeah, here. I hear you. I trust you, Sleep. But remember, we didn't make a deal. Sure, kind of, kind of regretting that deal now. Yes, well, I'm sure it's just uh, campus security checking that everything's all right. You hear keys jangling at the front door. I, I, I step forwards and make myself visible. If it, if it's a short walk, I, I move towards the front door.
5: No, looking at the map, it's a maze to get from the back oh, okay. door, <laughs> the <front> door. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, why don't we? Uh, you want to? Do you want to watch watch the back door again? I'll go and check out the car on the front, or or what?
2: Well, no, no, no. Someone's coming through the front door. Let's greet them. Otherwise, we seem suspicious. Why, the university wait. has hired us to look through this place. There's nothing suspicious in our being here. Uh, I, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether I agree with you, but um. Okay, look. if, if I give you back, the door opens. Mm.
0: The door opens. The- Where are you stood right now? At the back door. At the back door. So you hear the front door open and close.
5: I heard the front door footsteps. open and close. <laughs> I, I, I hear footsteps.
0: <laughs> you then hear footsteps going up the stairs.
5: Sounds like the, sounds like it going upstairs. Maybe maybe we should. Shall I? Shall I warn them? Shall I yell up? Don't go up there. It's dangerous.
4: No.
2: Give it a moment. All right. I'm sort of having flashbacks to Ross's corners and the idea of anything growling or scraping in an
5: attic or an upstairs room is something me with a bit of dread. So, well, uh, listen, I, 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 oh God, I, I part part of me wants to go and check check this guy's going to be all right upstairs.
2: Yes, yes, you're right. We should, we should. Um.
5: Uh, well, if you like, I can go and do that. You can check out the car. But if I'm going upstairs, I'm going to need my sidearm.
2: I'm assuming whoever it is is from the car. Um, if I give you back your gun, do you promise not to shoot anyone?
5: <laughs> I, I I can't make that promise. I can promise not to shoot you.
2: Well, I suppose that'll have to do. At least promise me that you'll let us speak before shooting anyone.
5: Uh, I... Yeah, I, all right. All right, sure. Sure, Duckworth. You're filling me I'll with confidence. I give you that Don't worry. I hand him over his gun. Okay. Uh so I guess we make our way through to the bottom of the stairs. Yeah.
2: And um I think I'll sort of call up um Hello? Um who's there? Um that we're we're um we we've been hired by the university. We're just looking around a, an old friend's uh house. Um
0: Hello? Uh give me a listen check both of
5: you. That's a hard success from me. 30. Good success. Not a home. So,
0: Dr. Duckworth, you hear, and so does sleep, you both hear um, the moving around upstairs suddenly stops as if someone's frozen. But sleep hears something else. In the study, you hear a creak like a window pane Moving. Ever so subtly.
5: Okay, where have we got to? Are We at the bottom of the stairs by now.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to ask you to identify yourselves. Yourself? If
5: I, I, I make a sort of sign to Duckworth that sort of to indicate that I'm going to go around and check in the study and and to and to, st- and to stay here. Yeah. And then I start making my way to the study. So you're, you're in the front room at the bottom of the stairs right now. Ah. Right, okay, okay, great. So the study's just next door, basically. Yeah. Okay, so I'd like to go, go up to the study door and listen at the door. There is no sound in there now. Okay, in that case, I'd like to go out, go out the front door mm-hmm. and look to see if there's any evidence of someone having just come out of the study. That's where um, Flinders was, right? Yeah. Supposedly knocked out. Give me a spot hidden yeah that's a uh, extreme success extreme success
0: yeah so this street is a kind of long winding sort of sort of a big cul-de-sac that's lined with lots of trees uh they're all university residences basically um so it's very well maintained street sort of private street um there's a lot of foliage. Every house is very private. They've got lots of trees and stuff. Um, but you see, off to one side of the house, across the lawn, in the foliage, you catch a glimpse of the back of someone's head disappearing. And it's very clearly um, a, a, a blonde woman's head.
5: Disappearing into the foliage?
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, at the bottom of the stairs... Uh you he there is no response to your
2: to your shouting. Make yourselves known immediately or we'll call the uh, we'll call the authorities. And uh, as I say that I um I twist the silver topped handle of my cane, but I don't do anything else. <laughs>
5: um outside I uh I think Kirk sleep's sort of um misogynism slash hero complex takes over and he starts running towards this female figure but he and he he thinks about shouting but then he he looks back at the I look back at the house and I think about Duckworth at the bottom of the stairs and think I don't actually want to draw any attention to myself so I just I just shut up and run towards this figure
0: uh g- give me a dex roll
5: <laughs> um so I I uh, I trip
0: <laughs> okay
5: but uh but I am um, uh but I sort of uh, <laughs> and i fall and i, I kind of feel like i kind of twisted my ankle a bit but i pull out my um like my little hip flask and take a take a swig of uh i take a slug of bourbon to you know dull dull the pain of the the little sprain in my ankle and i keep on running and i push it <laughs> and, uh, and i fail my pushed dex roll so
0: this time you really hurt your ankle. Yeah. You, you, uh, you try and put weight on it, and it's actually not sprained. It's, it might even be a fracture. it's worse oh, than you fuck. Thought. <laughs> so you lose a hit point. You lose a hit point, and you wince in pain. Um, and when you look up, this woman's gone.
5: Bollocks. Well, I, I limp back to the house.
0: <laughs> you can give me another spot hidden if you want. Or, or a listen. Well,
5: I, I think know. I'll give you a listen. Well, no, I'm going to give you a spot hidden because it's better. Uh, still failed. I'm only five points away. I'm going to spend five points of luck to, to my spot hidden.
0: As you're getting onto the porch, you glance down the road in the opposite direction of where the woman is coming and you see a car just coming over. It's sort of you're sort of up a hill. So you see the car slowly emerge up the horizon if that makes sense up the hill. And it's a car you recognise it's it's the mobsters. Oh shit. You don't think they've seen you yet. Okay. You sort of catch it through the trees coming up. The car that's on the driveway I think you don't recognise actually.
5: It's not marked. It's not like a, a police vehicle or anything like that.
0: No. It's a it's a it's it's uh it's an already an old like it's an out of date car. Bit knackered.
2: Okay. Um. Okay. What's Duckworth doing? Is the door to the
5: study open? Did did sleep leave it open? Did sleep leave it open? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think probably because I, I went. I just rushed to the back door.
2: So, mm. it, I can still keep an eye on the staircase from the looks of this map, while sort of glancing into the study. Yeah, um, And I want to yeah. do that as quietly as possible.
0: You can see the prone body of. Um, Anthony Flinders. Mm. Can I
2: do a spot hidden to see if, I mean, he wouldn't have anything on him because why would he be hiding in there? Which also makes it seem like there's unlikely to be anything in there left, especially if this bomber was just jumped out the window. But can I just do a spot hidden on the room to see if anything catches my eye? I've got quite a good one. I'm like, a am an academic and all that. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, um, I failed, but I think looking in, what does the study look like? I'm interested. Is it like, crammed with stuff it's a, it's a mess it's a mess the desk is covered in papers. right so it doesn't seem like the sort of thing i'd be able to like find something specific in quickly mm, probably not no. you did a really good spot. okay i'm not going to push it then um in which case i step back out to the bottom of the stairs and i say um right i'm coming up and i take two steps on the staircase <laughs> and then listen to see if it forces an action from upstairs see if there's any sort of sound okay okay yeah Yep, that's a success. And listen. You hear the soft creak of a door opening and close. I, um, I step one stair down as quietly as possible to brace on the floor and I pull my sword cane into two halves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, um, Now listen here, we're not fooling around. If you're just here out of curiosity, let me know and you can go on your way. But... I have a man here with a gun who's very unhinged and um, <laughs> he he may not be as forgiving as I so if you'd like to parlay this is the time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I back yet? Yeah, yeah, sure. You hear parlay, this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
5: Do I, do I hear um, the bit where he said about man with a gun unhinged?
2: Yeah,
0: probably. Maybe, I don't know.
5: Um, I, sure. I, I hobble to the bottom of the stairs and I, I yell up you, uh, you better believe it bud you don't want to mess with me with my 45 and, and then more quietly I, I turn to uh, Duckworth and say Landing City mob outside, follow me alright, okay I, I follow him and uh, I, so I oh, take him towards the study Because um, Flinders was hiding in a cupboard in the study, right? Yeah, he was. And it uh, and it looked like there were a few cupboards in there. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I say we we haul up here, take (laughs) take take a cupboard each, (laughs) let and let this (laughs) let this guy upstairs and these mobsters duke it out between them, and we just deal with the. Aftermath of the situation. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? Yes,
2: I don't suppose we have any other choice. Um, no, exactly. My uh, my psychology would tell me that we uh we leave him prone by the the open, one, and we take one either side. Um, but there's slats yeah, in these right. that we can look through. Yeah. So um, if 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 you see anyone. About to open mine.
5: I shoot the motherfucker.
2: Well, we'll check if they're police first, of course, or campus security or a student.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. I need to give you a chance to speak to
2: them. I remember the bargain. Well, 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 no. If they're they're Atlantic City mobsters, I suggest you do shoot them. Um, Right. Okay. Just get in the cupboard. Okay.
3: This can only go well.
2: (laughs) I sort of get into my cupboard and pull it closed. And I get into mine align my porcelain no. uh, mask's eyes to one of the slats and sort of <laughs> pull my sword back facing and have you put have you put Flinders in another cupboard well <laughs> no I, I, was he not did he not burst out of one or get knocked out I assumed he was lying in yeah. an open one. so he's like but you've left him lying on the floor yeah,
5: yeah my I, I haven't had time to explain my my theory to um uh, to Duckworth but like I, I I my theory is that if someone came in and saw a body on the floor knocked out they would assume that someone had been in this room, taken anything of value, and cleared it off. That's what I'm hoping. Mm. Yeah, just to sow a little seed in your mind, dumb. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. After a moment, you hear the front door.
1: Goosh! <laughs> Bang!
0: Um, actually, can you both give
2: me stealth rolls now? Seeing as you're hiding. but I mean you have to be stealthy to hide unless someone finds you okay fine (laughs)
0: well you know in
2: 6th edition hide was a skill so
0: if my
5: stealth is I don't want to ask this question but if my stealth is 40 what's a fumble 96 it's a fumble
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) um I mean (laughs) yeah I'm not going to write I was about to say if I don't I know I'm not very stealthy so I probably wouldn't get in the cupboard if I didn't think I could do it without being quiet but I've Fail so I'll fail. Um, a 73 okay. on a 20. So, just as you hear the door get kicked open, you quickly shut your um,
0: <laughs> shut your cupboard doors, only to realize there's no real way of, of there's no handle on the inside, sure. obviously, because it's a closet and uh, they sort of they've got really crap kind of um, oh, catches, so they sort of bang and then immediately open again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Oaks <laughs> and Chelsea are in the doorway. They see
2: straight through
0: into the study, <laughs> and make eye contact with you.
5: Which one of us they make eye contact with? Both you, me. I can't see my <laughs> eyes. Which
2: one?
0: Look who we got here! Then, well, well, well. Ah.
2: if it isn't our old friend from the uh, from the speakeasy. Ah, G- gentlemen, Oaks and Chelsea. So, so lovely to see you.
5: I say, oh. Oh, th- thank God it's you. I was worried it was the
2: police. <laughs> I- yes, no one wants that filth around here. Um, yeah. Now, I suppose you're here for the autopsy. Oh, the autopsy that we've been promised.
0: What, are you going to have it right here and then now, are you? Well, I- I'd rather prefer not to.
2: It's, it's at eight o'clock. Um, Eight o'clock. Tonight. And is this the poor chap you were hoping to do the switcheroo with? No, no, no. On the floor here? No, this, this is a poor unfortunate student who, um, <laughs> he's lost his mind. <laughs> they
0: think like. we were born yesterday, Mr. Oaks. What do you think of that? Mr. Oaks just sort of slowly raises uh, a Tommy gun. Oh, fuck.
2: Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Mr. Oaks, he's got a, such a sense of humour. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. In which case, I, I don't suppose you want the, uh, you want the money after all. Oh, well, we're
0: also very reasonable. We've got a sense of humour and we're reasonable.
2: If you've got the money, then we'll we'll be seeing you right now. Well, um, if you're reasonable, you realise it's not our money to pay, but we said you'd, we'd happily help you find it. That's why we're here. Oh, good then. Well, feel free to help us look. We're going through a study as we speak. Oh, but I think you know where the money is why would i know where the money was it's the first time i've been in this house
5: listen but believe us we we just we just turned up in this place we started trying to turn it over trying to find the money some clue to where the money was so that when you called us we were looking forward to speaking to you we we're going to take you to the uh, you know the the autopsy tonight at eight and then we heard a car pull up I was worried it was the police. You know, I got some history with Boston PD. I know what Captain Lewis is like. He looks at Oaks, and Oaks raises the
0: gun and just <laughs> the ceiling. Oh.
5: <laughs> Are you not going to give me a chance to do a fast talk roll? Uh,
0: yeah, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That is a hard success on my fast talk. Okay. Uh After he shoots for a second, Sean, as he puts his, his hand on his arm and says, All right. This is going to go one of two ways. Right. You say that you can take us to this autopsy and if we can see Mr. Leiter's body, then we'll all be happy, I'm sure. Yeah. Rest, we can rest easy. We can tell our employers that it's very unfortunate. I'm sure he'll send flowers. Or we can carry on playing this mad game and someone's going to get hurt.
2: Well, it- Do you know that most accidents happen in the home? Yes, I do, and um, <laughs> most of them involve. But uh, well, no, well, it's not the time. But you're you're right. In fact, why wait until eight? We we we're near enough to the morgue now. We could we could take you there now. I I, I have access. I'm a professor of the university. Um, I could show you his body now. If- we were fools, Tom. No, no, we know
0: you're here to protect Lucy. Lucy.
5: Lucy, who the. Well, I. Who the. I know Lucy. Who the hell is Lucy, but, I never heard of a Lucy. I know Lucy. Oh, come
0: now. You were talking to Lucy when you went to the speakeasy, were you not? Yes.
5: I
2: wasn't talking to no Lucy. I was. I went to visit my friend. Oh. These, okay. these, these, these lot ate Philly, Philly cheesesteak, yeah. and I had a catch up with my friend. I am. Yeah. Um, I've known Lucy for years. Ask her. She'll tell okay. you. So you admit it. You're here to protect her by distracting us, getting us away on some goose chase. How would. Th- why would Lucy be? I mean, I don't want anyone to hurt her, no, but, um, she's not here, is she, sir? So... Oh, she's not here, Mr. Oaks. We made a terrible mistake. Oh. We followed the wrong
0: car the whole way here. Oh. He starts opening the other cupboards.
2: <laughs> uh, Lucy, the jig is up. Um, Your friends can't help you anymore. Listen, l- listen, there is. Listen to me. I'm being honest with you now. I did hear someone upstairs, but I don't want Lucy being hurt. So I don't think it's her, but if it is, please let her come out and we'll, we'll, we'll arrange everything. The autopsies are eight. I'll find you the money. I, I'll get some out myself. Just please
5: give I us say a moment. We all, we all go upstairs smoke out whoever's there. This is uh, the, the way of us. Okay. Yes. Proving our loyalty to your cause. We'll, we'll help you. Whoever's in this house, we'll smoke them out. Uh, my, Listen, we, my way of we proving
2: to... my loyalty to your cause is to tell you I trust you with a Tommy gun more than I trust my friend sleep here with his handgun.
5: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Just joking, you, know,
5: you, you, You you drove <laughs> off earlier before we had time to tell you about the autopsy at eight. We... we we wanted that we didn't know how to contact you. You said we'll be in touch. Well, we're pleased to see you. I'm glad you're in touch. We had no way of contacting you. I don't know what the big deal is. I don't know why you trust. Don't trust us. All
0: right, then. Well, then we'll go to this autopsy. But first, we should probably tell Lucy it's safe to come
2: downstairs. And um, c- can I call her if it is her? And I, I honestly don't believe it is. Be my guest. A sort of hobble. I, well, they've seen the sword cane now so I just I, I figure like it's not much against a tommy gun I'm not the best fighter so I slot it back in twist the head and sort of <laughs> hobble back over stand at the bottom of the stairs and say um, I don't know who you are but there are very dangerous men up there you probably know that since you just had bullets coming through floor um, <laughs> if it's you Lucy they just want to talk and I'll help you negotiate Uh, say if it's you
0: Please? A figure appears at the top of the stairs. It is indeed Lucy Stone. She's clutching a, a a box. She looks terrified. Oh, bollocks. Bollocks, I thought that was her running through the hedge. And she sees me. Monty? Can the others see her as well? Uh, not from where they stood. I imagine you're all in the study at this point.
2: Mm. Monty. She mouths to you. I, I um... Here. I say, uh... I, d- I draw my sword cane again. And I say, um... Let me go up. I'll open the doors. You back me up with guns. I'll I'll shout when I hear, and I I, I start sort of making my way upstairs as quickly as possible. <laughs> and sort of as soon as I'm out of sight, sort of subtly gesturing for her to move back into one of the rooms. yeah okay.
5: You uh you want me to um get outside and watch the window in case we got a jumper.
2: A jumper? Oh goodness! Um,
5: I wouldn't have thought that would be necessary. <laughs> Shaughnessy, Oaks, you want me to um watch watch the back, watch outside?
0: I think we'll catch up if, if she
2: jumps. Sure. I think we'll be fine just here. Sure. So uh So I get to the landing and I sort of head huh. I mean she can't see my face, obviously. I was have one. I'm sort of <laughs> nodding my head sideways towards, like, one of the side rooms. Uh, so she, she sort of leads you into the into the master bedroom. Um, as I'm going, as I'm following you know, I kick one of the other doors open and say, Hello? Hello? No one in this one? I'll check the others. And I follow her in and I say, Lucy, they're, they're here for you. I, I, I don't know why, um, but you've got to get out or hide. Hide somehow. I'll tell them you've gone. As soon as you left the roadhouse,
0: I headed straight here because I knew I needed to get the hell out of Dodge. And I—what's in the box, Lucy? What's in the box? Oh my God! She opens the box, and there are—oh, there's about a thousand dollars in cash in there. And there's something else as well. There's paper. There's papers rolled up in there. Is there? If they see me
2: with this, they're going to take the money. I need this Don't money worry. to get out of here. Lucy, Lucy, I will get you the money, but to get out of here with your life, we need to give them something as a down payment. Can I take the oh. papers from the dollars quickly? but like the actual papers that were... You said there was some papers in... Mm-hmm. Do, do I have to do something to notice if they're important? Uh, well, you can have, take them out and have a look at Yeah, them. they're just receipts. I was thinking it might they they're not. They're not receipts. Right. Okay, I'll I'll take them out and have a look at them. (laughs)
0: Um, They're folded up. uh, They look like really old parchment, Mm. and as you fold them out, they have—they're mostly illustrations, yeah. Sort of strange sigils and pentagrams
2: and runic writing. Mm. We don't know what the hobhouse papers look like, do we? So you can give me an occult roll if you want. Yeah, I've got all right. Or. um, or if you've got any um, art and craft. I'll go with my occult because he's been a bit busy looking at stuff like that since last time. Oh, ah, just a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> so small <laughs> on here. Uh, 28. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I've got 40 occults. So, yeah, 28. Not mm-hmm. a hard success, so, but a success. I might understand. I might no notice. These look like the sort of thing. It's definitely a cult. It's definitely the right sort of era. And it's stuffed in a little box with loads of cash. Okay. I um, I immediately pull out my sword cane, wrap those nodes around it, and slide it back together. Mm-hmm. And then I say, um, trust me. Okay, we're coming
0: down. Unbeknownst to you at that moment in the study, Kirk, do you want to give me a spot hidden?
5: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, regular success. Oakes is
0: sort of stood staring at you. He's lowered his um, Tommy gun at this point. Shaughnessy has started poking around the um, the study a bit, uh, looking through the paperwork. He says, uh, "Would you look at all these receipts, Atlantic City? Oh, wonder what he was doing there. Hmm? Someone's paid for some new locks. I wonder why that is, Mister Oakes. Do you think he was paranoid?" Oakes does not respond. And then uh, he sort of stood in the middle. Sure as he sort of stood in the middle of the room, sort of looking around. It's uh, like you'd think a man like that with a place like this, he'd be able to find us the money fairly easy. You'd have thought. Leaving it so long and making a fuss for everyone, yourself included, Mister Sleep. But Sleep, you've noticed that Flinders' eyes have flicked open. Fucking Flinders. Did you get a hard success? Did you say? No, regular. Okay.
3: Blessed be the power of Shugnigrath Blessed
0: be the forces that walk in the woods
3: Free of all Is he muttering? <laughs> just one, no,
0: just one. no he's, he's not Okay, just um, <laughs> Always with uh, you. But he, he hasn't moved at all It's just his eyes are open The other two haven't noticed this yet
5: Where is it? So O'Shaughnessy so, uh, sure, oh, sure is looking through the stuff in there mm. Have I got this right way around? Yeah, as Shaughnessy's going through the stuff and talking, Mm -hmm. he's and Oakes, who's the one with the Tommy gun, Mm -hmm. is just staring at me.
0: Yeah, and we're all in in the
5: doorway, and we're all in the study.
0: Yeah, suddenly, Flinders' hand snatches and grabs Shaughnessy's ankle. He turns around confused. Flinders opens his mouth and lets out this strange guttural noise.
5: Um. <laughs> 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 God. Oh, does it look like get back in the cupboard. <laughs> does, does it I mean, does it look like um does it look like Oaks has been distracted by this at all?
0: Yeah, Oaks sort of glances down. You notice now that um Flinders's eyes are starting to sort of get brighter, it seems. Oh, fuck. And uh Shaughnessy's sees clearly about to do something when he's just completely transfixed momentarily oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear, oh dear.
5: with with, uh, with a, a possessed cultist of um, dubious allegiance as my only ally
1: <laughs> With uh, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> so Shaughnessy
0: has he's sort of suddenly transfixed and then he just looks the blood drains out of his face, and he he just he starts just screaming and screaming, and he sort of staggers backwards to the desk, and and now he's crying.
5: <laughs> Flinders is just staring,
0: and he's, his body just sort of rises up. His eyes locked on Shaughnessy, who by now is like he's tearing at his own face. Um, fuck. Oaks doesn't know what to do. Oaks
5: isn't doing anything. Fucking hell.
0: He's just confused.
5: I don't know. I'm going to shoot one of them. I'm going to shoot one of them, but I don't know which. I don't know whether to shoot the fucking possessed guy on the floor or the the guy guy holding a Tommy gun. I'm going to shoot Oaks. (laughs) If I was
2: your strategic analysis, I would recommend shooting a confused man over a man tearing
5: his own head off. Um. well no, I wasn't gonna shoot Shore <laughs> information sure <laughs> yeah. about shooting Flinders. But it was a case of like do I shoot Flinders to prove my allegiance to these two pricks, or do I shoot one of the pricks while this one is distracted? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm gonna shoot Oaks. Okay. Well I'm try to shoot Oaks. I mean if this goes wrong, I'm definitely dead. He's got a tummy gun. Yeah. Oh, this is a really bad idea. I'm gonna shoot Flinders. C- I'm gonna shoot Flinders, could you, sorry. Could you try and grab the gun? I I, I didn't say me. that. Oof. Wait, now I'm going to shoot. <laughs> Remind me, a combat roll. Mm-hmm. I can spend luck, but I can't push it. That's right. <sighs> huh. I'm going to shoot Oaks.
0: Uh, okay. Go with your first instance. Should be point blank range here, shouldn't it? Yeah, you can have a bonus die. Oh, the thank crap. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> sorry. I always forget that the uh...
5: <sighs> Thanks, Mike. That's oh, <laughs> glad. Glad someone's got my back.
0: What else do we get? It would have
3: been a manoeuvre if you tried to grab the gun. It would have been awful. Yeah, it would
5: have been terrible. So my decks, I
3: always fail manoeuvres. My good, they're brilliant if you pull them off, but you've got to have. always split the group up. That's what I say.
5: Yeah, it never fails.
0: fails. (laughs) Unless, and you get more done. Uh, (laughs) How did you get
5: on? Well, I'm just about to roll. Oh right. (laughs) Thank you for the bonus die. Thank you very much for the bonus die. Without the bonus die. That was a fail, and I would have spent pretty much all my luck to get mm-hmm. regular success with the bonus die. It's an extreme success. Ah, oh, yeah. Like, Ooh, a zero, zero nine. an impale. So zero nine or an eighty nine. Armor <laughs> piercing bullets. Fantastic. Sick. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one. So um, yeah. my forty five does one d ten plus two damage.
0: So you do. Uh, with an impale, you do the maximum amount of damage and then you roll
5: on it as well. 12 plus... And then another 8. Is it another... And plus 2 again? So what would you one, get the plus 2 for? Just the weapon? The weapon is 1d10 one one D plus 2. So it's... Then, yeah. So that's a... As far as I know. A 12 and a plus a 10. So 20, 22 damage. Boy, <laughs> You blow Oaks' brains oh, apart. Fucking hell. <laughs> the
0: Tommy gun... Clunk! Hits the floor with a big clunk as his body... His, his brain, his eyeballs, fragments of his skull spray around the door arch and into the living room, and the rest of his body just falls forwards as, like, whatever he just ate just pours out the hole in his neck. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Fucking hell.
0: Is that a sanity roll for you? How hardened are you? I think it might be a sanity roll. Have you ever blown someone's head apart like that before? <sighs>
5: yeah. No. I think I have I'm All a, days a work. private investigator I'm a private investigator I'm I used to work for Detroit PD I'm, I'm 49 years old I used to work for Detroit PD and I'm a private investigator it's it's not the first it's not the first time i killed someone
0: alright I'll give you I that.
5: think I, I think that's come on
0: <laughs> yeah maybe uh, fair enough fair enough okay what's uh, Dr. Duckworth I doing
5: mean, you, you're
2: about to come downstairs you've just heard screaming I hear, scream. I hear it or oh, I hear screaming I hear some sort of weird noises and then I see brain matter sort of <laughs> yes <laughs> against the wall below I think I immediately push Lucy back further down the corridor <laughs> um I I've put, I I don't want to get my sword can out again but I I just um is there silence after that I think I'm waiting uh, no the see- screaming is okay. continuing I think i just shout sleep sleep are you okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like a compulsion. sleep. Like everyone falls asleep. <laughs> like a command. Yeah. <laughs> I, forget, I forget that I'm a, a, an extraordinary psychotherapist. Everyone, <laughs> Darren, Darren Brown, Brown
5: everyone. <laughs> it's. It's. It's a real fucking mess down here at Duckworth. Who's that screaming? <laughs> it's uh, O'Shaughnessy. Why? I I, I. I. I can't quite explain it, but Flynn is. this. this Something's wrong with Flinders. His eyes have gone. He's, okay. Um, we gotta get out of here. You got loose. Yes. We just gotta get okay. out of here.
2: Um, I untwist my cane. I remove the papers. I put them in my jacket pocket, and I get my sword. I keep
5: my sword out, and I move down the stairs. I pick. I pick up the, the Tommy gun, I, and I I back out the study with my gun, kind of kind of fixed on Flinders on the floor.
0: Mm-hmm. Flinders eventually just. Let's go of um, of uh, Shaughnessy's leg, and his eyes roll back in his head, and he just falls down unconscious again. <laughs> Shaughnessy is still hysterical, and you hear him muttering something. You hear him muttering, "The stars, the stars, the stars are burning in, the burning in infinity. They're 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 burning in infinity."